0: Hello, beautiful people. You are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life and growth. And I'm your host, Ife Moroni. Care Over here on Limitless, we get into everything that involves living life as a young person in Christ and doing that with a body of believers along the way. Yes, guys, we're family over here. All right. So this is your first time listening. Welcome to the podcast. If this isn't your first time listening, then welcome back. I'm super happy to have you guys listening today. Right. So this episode, I didn't think I was going to record it because it's quite a hefty topic and I wanted it to be handled with care because I know that there is a huge responsibility. This podcast isn't just a hobby to me, although I love it and it gives me joy. Guys, I get so excited coming up on this mic, but there are times where I realize you can't have this as just a hobby. This is more than that. And so I try and handle every topic with sensitivity and make sure that I have scripture to back everything up and that I'm not speaking from my own knowledge, but from the ways of the Spirit and that the Holy Spirit is ministering through this podcast. Um, another very annoying thing that happened is I brought all my recording equipment. One thing, I love recording in this recording space. I don't know if you can tell, but the quality of sound is usually better. Unfortunately, I'm recording with my phone right now because I brought my mic and everything, but I forgot my uh, mixer. And so... If any of you guys know how sound stuff works, you can have your mic, you can have everything. But without your mixer, everything is kind of pointless because I can't connect it to my laptop. So right now I'm using my phone, but um, that doesn't stop the message, right? And right now um, it's quite a tight spot. I just finished two exams today, two papers. Well, can you say they're papers? They're papers. But like practical exams and um, all grow to God. By the grace of God, when the results come out, there will be a testimony. But yeah, so it's quite tight. And so I'm trying to use any time I do have to try and record And that's the reason I wanted to do an episode about productivity and balance and time. But that's just not what the Holy Spirit is ministering to me right now. And as I said, I try and be very sensitive and discerning with what I do with this podcast. And so guess what? If your plan is taking a detour. Like last week's episode about um, when God's plan takes a detour, except this is my plan taking a detour. So right now um, I'm going to have to adapt. I don't have my mic Well, I have my mic, but I don't have my mixer, so I can't record with my mic. I'm recording with my phone. But by the grace of God, the message will still be given off. Now, this is a hefty topic. And it's a question that we all ask ourselves as believers. Am I truly consecrated? Because being a believer, being a Christian, a huge part of Christianity and dedicating your life for Christ is through consecration. You cannot be a Christian. You cannot claim to live for Christ, to be submitted to Christ And to honour the sacrifice on the cross without consecration. And so therefore, let's get straight into the episode. Okay, so this episode, how did this come about? This is a question that I think I ask myself on a regular basis, but mostly because I always want to make sure that I am living in a way that is pleasing to my father. I'm living in a way that glorifies my father, that brings light to the Christian body. Because remember, as believers, we are a body. And so if one of us starts to act a certain way, the entire body of Christ cannot be perceived a certain way because of it. You've heard so many things of where people who used to be believers, they have a huge or a a negative encounter with a believer or people who weren't even in Christ, but they have a negative encounter with the believer. And because of that, they are turned away from God. And that's how your lack of obedience, your lack of submission, your lack of walking in the spirit has now affected an entire body of people and has lost a person in the kingdom of God. And I'm just saying this, this is, we're not even really getting to the topic yet. This is just trying to highlight the importance of your walk in Christ. That it's not just affecting you, it's affecting a body of people because we are one, we are one body. And of course, when we get to heaven, it's going to be individual judgment. But you also account for those who you led astray. You also account for those who your lifestyle, your words, your wrongdoings pushed away from the kingdom of God. But anyway, let's get let's get into consecration, right? Why, why is this so important? Why do we have to be consecrated? Why can't we just say, once I have given my life to Christ, everything is good. Right, let's read Matthew 7, 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven but only one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. And that is a hefty statement. Do you know there was a time where I was really like, God, please, just if I'm doing something wrong, you know, I was telling you guys that I was quoting the scripture, Lord, daily search my heart. I I mentioned that last episode. And I say this because I never want it to be that I'm living this life. I'm sacrificing this. I'm doing X, Y, Z, living for Christ or do my best to live for Christ through him. And it comes to the end. And God said, I don't even know you. That all the things you thought you were doing for me, you were doing for yourself. I don't recognise you. That will be the most painful thing. And that's the reason that it's so important that daily you are checking yourself. Daily you are asking God, am I in alignment with your purpose for my life? Am I doing what you want me to do? Am I loving the way I should love? Am I loving you the way I should love you? Am I loving man the way I should love man? It says in his word that by their fruits you will know them. Are you showing fruits that glorifies God? And this is a huge, huge question. Am I truly consecrated? Or am I just doing everything I'm doing in vain? I would hate for God, for Jesus to not recognize me. For Jesus to say that, yes, you did all these things in my name. But your heart is far from me. And this was me. I told you guys this when I did the episode on Christian burnout. That I was doing all these things, but my heart was so far from God. And I felt so distant and so lonely. And so point. everything I was doing felt so pointless. I was so disciplined and I'll go to everything and I'll do all these things. But my heart was far from God. So now this consecrated journey, where am I going with this? I've noticed a lot of things in the young generation where we are starting to blur the lines. (laughs) And I mean that in the sense that now it's getting more difficult to tell the believers from the unbelievers. It's getting more easy for believers to make excuses for themselves to fall into sin or to fall into temptation or to do things of the world and then justify it not just justify it with their own knowledge but to use scripture to justify it now the entire point of consecration is being set apart consecration is taking yourself from the environment or to separate yourself from the environment you're in to live a certain way by certain standards with certain principles that's what being a believer is about the word of god says that we are in the world but we are not of the world Meaning that if you are living or looking or behaving or speaking like the people of the world, you are not consecrated. And I'm not saying this from a judge's standpoint because I am learning this too. I don't know why God said, if anyone you're talking about this today, this was not my plan at all. But I believe there's a purpose for this and there is someone that needs to hear this. Someone that is in denial. That is telling themselves, it's fine. I can do this. I can I can indulge. I can do the things people of the world are doing. As long as I'm still going back to read my bible as long as i'm staying i'm sticking to my prayer every day you can be doing that you can be praying every day you can roll on the floor and speak in tongues you cannot miss a single sunday of church but if your heart is far from god it is pointless if your life does not emulate the ways of the lord it is pointless if you're not living in imago day the image of god it is pointless how do you actively live for the world And still try to live for Christ because you cannot, it says you cannot serve mammon and God. And in that case it's talking about money, but the things, mammon is like a demon of money or a spirit of money. You cannot serve darkness and God, you must choose. You can't keep teetering the line between light and darkness, you must choose. You can't say I want to dress like these girls, I want to do these things these girls are doing, I want to do these things these guys are doing, but still claim to be for Christ. That's the issue. When you are on a boundary, when you are on something that's not stable, it does not take much for you to fall off. You're not stable in Christ. And once you're not stable in Christ, any small temptation will move you to the other side. Why? Because you are a lack of consecration. With consecration, you are fully on the Lord's side. Yes, there are times Satan will tempt you and try and drag you to his side and drag you to darkness. But your firm foundation in Christ will not allow you to be moved you are not moved because you are firmly grounded in Christ. But when you are lacking consecration, once you are teetering between light and darkness, the smallest thing will push you off the edge. And I'm saying this is such a... There are so many places we can we can apply this. You're addressing your behaviour. I know you want to react. I know that people... Gosh, somebody really frustrated me two weeks ago. It was... Uh, I think she was making noise. And my roommate... My roommate is so sweet. She was like... She wasn't even saying much about it. She was just trying to... Oh, can you keep that down? So then, you know, I was also trying to address the issue and... I was just insulted and I just left the matter and then um I just thought back like wow I even did a TikTok video about it that wow the transformative power of God that where I am going now where I'm aiming for now and of course this is not where I want to be I want to keep growing but the fame one now cannot allow herself to be manipulated by the errors of others just because someone is aggravating you that does not give you the right to act out oh she pushed me to the wall she did this she did that that's not your business Fruit of the Spirit, self-control. Fruit of the Spirit, patience, kindness, goodness. That's what your mind should be filled with. And that's what a consecrated person is filled with. And of course, it's not easy. There's a transformative process that God will take you through. And that's why once you accept Christ, you're ready for the transformative process. It's not that I accept Christ and I still want to keep my my old lifestyle. That's not how it works. First 1 Peter 1.23 says you have been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Did you hear the part where it says through the word of God? Because that's a huge part of consecration, consuming, hungering for the word of God. It's only through his word that you'll even know if you're in the wrongdoing or if you're doing the right thing or if you're doing the wrong thing. If you're truly living for God. Are you born again? Are you consecrated? Or did you just honour God with your lips? but your heart was far from him did you cry lord lord with your lips did you shout and scream in church and roll on the floor but your heart your lifestyle is far from the lord your fruits are not godly fruit this is a question that i ask myself it's not just and that's a huge disclaimer anything i say on this podcast it's not because i have attained it's not because i've made it god has taken me through a process and along the way as he's teaching me i am also giving off the message I am far from perfection. Trust me. There are so many times where I'm like, hey, this girl should say that thing one more time. This boy should, hey. There are times I have been on edge. And I just, I'm just like, this is not you anymore. You are living this new life. And when I'm saying this, this is not something where I'm just bottling in emotions. I will still let my emotions out, but I let it out in the secret place. I let it out in front of my father that God, this girl vexed me. This guy vexed me. This lecturer vexed me but I'm going to live in self-control. I'm going to live by the fruits of the spirit. Any way possible that I can live holy for you, I'm going to do it. Yes, it's hard. Yes, I'm still working on it. I am far from holy, but anything I can do to live consecrated, I'm going to do it. We shouldn't look for ways to to try and be as close to the world as possible. That, ah, uh, you know, should be, I'm not a pastor. Why do I have to do this? Should be, I did, I'm not the one that killed Jesus. Why do I have to do this? I was listening to a podcast today and that's what another thing that triggered me doing this episode again. I didn't get to finish. I listened to like five minutes of it. And one of the guys was saying that there's a lot of people that would defend their lack of consecration because of their calling. They believe their calling does not require that level of consecration. And I completely understand. Paul said, you know, if possible, don't get married. But I understand if you do need to get married, you know, because of temptations and we're humans and everything, so you don't fall into sin. But his level of consecration, he didn't get married. But Moses was a huge, powerful person in the Old Testament. And he was married. But then comes John. John was not married. Jesus was not married. And they were also very powerful people. Peter was a disciple in Christ. He was married. So I completely understand that there are levels of consecration. I know some like Apostle Joshua Selman, he's not married. But many other men of God that we respect and who are very powerful and who are, you know, God is using them. They're married. That doesn't stop the fact that God is using those people. So I completely understand there are levels of consecration. Now where the issue is, is where we start to use this as an excuse to do the bare minimum in our journey of Christ. Where we say, because I'm not a pastor, is it by force I study my Bible every day? Because I'm not a man of God or a prophet or I'm not going to own a church, I'm not going to be a general overseer, I'm not a teacher of the word. Why do I have to read my Bible so often? Why do I have to pray so often? 10 minutes of prayer is enough. I'm praying every day. That's, that should be enough. You are settling for the bare minimum. Because you believe that's all the consecration that's required of me. No. And there's something that these guys said in the podcast episode I listened to. And they said, look at a basketball player and an athlete. An athlete, the whole job of an athlete, like a sprinter, a professional sprinter, he does the Olympics or whatever, is to run, right? So how is he going to train? He's going to run. He's going to go to the gym, but mostly running. A basketball player is also an athlete, but his job isn't to run. He's not doing track all the time, but it does benefit him in his profession. And so if you want to succeed as an athlete, as a football player, as a basketball player, whether you are a runner or a sprinter or not, you need to go jogging. Even though you're not a runner. And so just because, and that was the analogy they gave, just because you are not a preacher, you're not a man or woman of God that is standing on the podium in church, that does not mean that you should accept the bare minimum in your level of consecration or in your seeking God or in your seeking God. That doesn't mean that you should settle for the least. That doesn't mean that you should allow yourself to be limited. Because God could be trying to grow you in a season and you are limiting yourself. God could be trying to speak to you, open up your spiritual ears and your eyes, but your lack of consecration is your limitation. Oh, that rhymes. (laughs) I remember when our prayer leader said, told me and my sister to start a certain length of prayers. And I was thinking like, why are we praying so long? Like, In my mind, I was like, but I'm, you know, I'm a student. I don't have time for this stuff. And genuinely in school, I don't have time for the length of prayer at that time. But I was at home at this time. So I literally had no excuse. But I was still making excuses for myself. to Ah, Abby, is is that deep? For the first time in my life, I saw visions. For the first time in my life, God used me to heal in such a miraculous, crazy way that I never thought was possible. Why? I didn't limit myself. I pushed in the spirit. I prayed more. I studied more. I watched more sermons. I pressed in the spirit. Till this day, I'm like, God, please, I need that moment again. And of course, because of time and etc. But I pray that if I go back home, I can get that again. But I said, I'm not going to limit myself because I'm a student. Because I'm still young, I believe I'm still young. Stop looking at other people. It's between you and God. God is trying to do something with you in this season. He's trying to grow you. You are limiting yourself. You are saying that I, I do 30 minutes. Is that not enough? No. God wants to take you further. Stop comparing yourself to your friend that's doing 30 minutes. She was doing five minutes before. God is so proud of her that she can do 30 minutes now. You've been doing 30 minutes for the past five years. Ah, ah. Step it up. Because as much as you're not a preacher, as much as you may not be a runner, it will be so helpful for you to take that time in working out, working out your muscles, your spiritual muscles. I don't know if you guys are understanding my analogy, but working out in the spirit to get to where you want to be. You don't have to be a prophet before you see visions. You don't have to be a man of God or a teacher before you know the word inside and out. Before the words of God are written on your heart. The word of God said, do not let this book of the Lord depart from your mouth. It did not specify who. It did not say, do not let the work depart from the mouths of prophets, of the mouths of priests, of the mouths of people that will be preaching in church. Your mouth. When it says, go out and make disciples of all creation, it didn't say make disciples of those that are going to be standing on pulpit. You are a disciple. So you are to live consecrated also. There should not be confusion between us and the world. If there is confusion, there is a problem. Why are they mixing up with them girls? <laughs> that statement them girls why are they mixing you up with them girls yourself what are you doing that they're mixing you up with them girls why there should be a clear definition i'm not saying that it's until you wear the longest skirt and until you you put you know um some people i i used to have like two bands like you know those um church bands that will have like nice bible verses or sayings on it it's not until you have a whole band full of that that you're consecrated that people know you're christian your lifestyle shall emanate christ you guys know, I, I'm always quoting Romans 12, 1 to 2 so I don't even think I have to do it again. But like where it says again, your entire life, do not be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Another thing I love about that verse that it says, that is your true and proper worship. You can sing in church. You can praise God. Praising the Lord always, that's great. You can cry in the secret place of your favourite worship song. Your worship is your life. And I need you to ask yourself that question with sincerity. Is my life worshipping God? The way I speak, the way I approach people, is it worshipping God? Stop acting based on how you feel or what you think. That's what makes us different from the world. We don't act based on instinct. We don't act based on how we feel. Because our feelings are fickle. We're man. Sometimes I just hear the news and I'm like, how can a human being do something like this? And I'm sure when this child, when this person was growing up, they were so sweet, they were so lovely. But man is, man can be dark. We need God, guys. We need God. The stories I'm hearing, the sick things people do to other human beings. Do you know at some point I stopped watching news because of that? I'll just I have this thing I told you guys about this morning brief you want to learn more about news although uh, the thing I don't like it doesn't have international news it's mostly American but it's still you know you still learn a few few things internationally but I stopped watching the main news I stopped watching the main news because it was just so graphic and I just kept getting scared and even when when I just think about you know the capacity of man to just do evil even when I read the story of Jesus and I just think how how can they do this to the saviour wow But just like the capacity of man to do evil. Guys, we need Jesus. I'm sorry, I went into like a tangent. But it's just we need Jesus. Don't think, oh, I can never do that. You don't think you can do that until Satan pushes you to your limits. You don't think you can do that. Why? Because we are humans. We need the Lord. You cannot be consecrated without being submitted to God. I know it's not easy. I know learning forgiveness is not easy. I know learning to love people is not easy. I know keeping your mouth shut when you want to talk is not easy. I know that sacrifice is not easy. But something my sister said, Jesus dying on the cross was not easy. And he did that so that we can live in freedom. He did that so we can live outside of sin. He did that so we can live in wholeness, in fulfillment. So that we can become one again with our father in heaven. It's with that mindset that you can become consecrated. And I don't know if I've said this before, but consecration goes way beyond the physical. It goes beyond, I'm keeping myself from sexual temptation. Although it's it's very good. In fact, everybody, please aim for to keep your your virginity. Guys and girls, I don't know why it's as if only girls should. Guys as well, if you're a guy and you're listening to this, you know, stay pure. But it goes beyond that. Your entire life must be consecrated. When people look at you, not just because of what you're wearing. What you're wearing has an aspect. But your life, your speech, everything about you should emanate Christ. Should say, this is a Margo Day. And so, I know I'm talking to someone. Group of people, maybe it's just one person. But you have really, you know, that you're really teetering the lines. That you're not doing the right thing. You have a desire to live for Christ. But it seems as if the desire for people to like you. For the world to accept you. For people to cheer for you. Is greater that your consecration your desire to be loved by man is greater than your desire to walk in the ways of the spirit the joy you get from sowing to your flesh is almost covering the desire you have to work to live for god galatians 6 8 says for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life whatever you feed will grow That plants your are watering will grow. The muscles that you're building in the gym, as you keep working out, they will grow. The same way, if you're feeding your flesh, then the desires of your flesh will grow. And your spirit, God will not force you, will begin to slowly die down. Come down, come down until you realise you don't even desire things of God anymore. Ask yourself the question, am I truly consecrated? Like, be honest with yourself, very honest. Be very honest. Are you truly consecrated? Is your lifestyle glorifying God? So guys, I pray this episode has been a blessing to you. I pray you've learned a thing or two. I pray you are gaining. You've gained from this. And I also pray that you're able to share this with someone. And this could be a blessing to someone, a friend. Just someone that you know needs to hear this message. Yeah, guys, aim for that consecration. That's all I can say. That's, you know, if you didn't pick anything from this message, just... Push to walk in the spirit, so that you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Push to live holy for Christ. It's a journey. I'm, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm, I'm nowhere near there. Here, if you know how, hmm, it's because you guys are listening to me on this podcast and Instagram, TikTok. You think I've got a way to go, but, but I know with God, I will get there, and I'm getting there. I'm moving forward. The fame of today is not the fame of yesterday, and I'm glad. The fame of today is not the fame of five years ago. That was, hm. my tongue before and you know i said this somebody said oh i can never picture you like that Hmm. my comebacks before you don't try me before my comebacks were hot i was always ready always ready i I remember a guy was talking to me about something and i said if you come for me i'll come for you and he said i'm not even coming for you Calm down now (laughs) and i think back and it's just like god you're good the transformative power of god is real and he'll get you there okay guys so we're gonna wrap up this episode um so i'm gonna be with you guys next week see you next week have a lovely day have a lovely week have a lovely month have a lovely year have a lovely 2023 bye guys